Well, good morning, East Tennessee. Boy, it's a great day to be a Tennessee Vol, right? Yes, Hosting is. Texas A&M. Should be a good game. Should be beautiful weather. That's the best part. Beautiful weather. That's really what we're looking for. Hey, my name is Scott Brokamp. I am your host for Around the House here on News Talk 98.7. I am one of the uh, owners of His Security Technology, and we are your local source for all things, well, security and technology related. There's a lot going on this weekend besides the fact that, well, we're hosting Texas A&M today. Kickoff is at 3.30. If you don't have tickets, you can catch the game on CBS and on WIVK, the flagship station of the Vol Network. The Dixie Lee Farmers Market is open for just three more Saturdays. The market is on Kingston Pike near Renaissance Farragut and open today from noon from nine to noon. Also, one of my favorites, Boo at the Zoo, is open from five thirty to eight at Zoo Knoxville. Tonight, Star Wars characters will be roaming the zoo as part of the entertainment. This thirty-seven-year tradition is fun for kids of all ages, and yes, that includes grown-up children like me. To get your tickets and find a complete list of events happening around your house today, go to visitknoxville.com. That's visitknoxville.com. So if you listened to us last week, uh, we have another, well, long-standing tradition that is uh, happening this last weekend, this weekend, and next weekend. And, and that is the Home Builders Association of Greater Knoxville Parade of Homes this is the 40s, what, 42nd year? 43rd. 42nd. 42nd? 42nd. 42nd year. 42nd year. That's, uh, well, that's longer than Boo at the Zoo. So only by a few years. <laughs> but if you were listening last week, we were talking about some of the exciting homes that are in the parade. And, um, well, we're going to recap some of those homes a little bit this morning as I have my great guest with me again this weekend we have uh lisa from ferguson and becky from well <clears throat> lewis construction mm-hmm. good morning ladies good morning, good morning. how are y'all doing good great it's uh it's a hectic day today i'm just gonna tell you it, it on the drive in here i already saw people uh pulling into the stadium oh. getting ready to tailgate man, man this is early well, that's where I'm headed afterwards. I'm going to go get ready for tailgate. Yeah, yeah. We we actually are. We're going to be set up at uh, Vol, at Circle Park in Vol Village today. So uh, yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm going to leave here and <laughs> go down to the stadium. You know, that's I'm, I just got to say that's one of the things. Like myself, I'm not originally from here. Now I've lived in the South longer than I've lived anywhere else. But one of the cool things is just the culture and the nature of well. Saturdays here in game the day. fall. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Game day is just. It, I mean, it's it, you're you're all in. I mean, you just don't have a choice. Yeah. There's this electricity in the air. Everybody's excited. Everybody's out there supporting our team. It's just great. It, it really is. It really is. Um, and speaking of supporting our team, you guys are here in support of the Home Builders Association of Greater Knoxville. Mm-hmm. Um, both of you have been longstanding, longtime members, and well, quite frankly, I think is there a position that y'all haven't really fulfilled <clears throat> in the volunteer capacity at the Home Builders Association? Um, no. Well, 
Becky is going to be our president next year, mm-hmm. which is exciting. And I'm on the executive board, and um, I've been nominated to get on the ladder to become president in three years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we've that would be, I guess we're fulfilling our last things, but we're yeah. right now getting ready. We're gearing up for our holiday party and um, the parade and membership. I guess mm-hmm. we have been on almost all the committees. Yeah. Or we give opinions on all the committees. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's the important thing, right? As long as you can give your opinion on it, that's that's really what matters. Yeah. So, all right. We talked last week about we're going to discuss some of the homes that were looked at this week. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, what do you got? We've got 33, 32, 33, 33 homes mm-hmm. to look at um, and walk through. So they're all in person. They're not virtual. So you can go in there and see for yourselves um, the different trends, uh, just new builds. If you're looking for a builder, a remodeler, ideas, Lisa's been in a handful of them. Mm-hmm. So she'll definitely be able to talk about what's trending right now. Well, I noticed uh, in my travels this past week and last week um, that the trend of gold in fixtures, in hardware, and all of that, it's either the bright gold or it's the softer satin gold is still very, very heavy. Um, A lot of people are moving into almost a burnished color now. Mm. So that's very, and in our, in my regular world where I sell plumbing, lighting, and appliances, people are still really heavy on the gold, gold and black. I mean, almost everybody walks in and says, I love gold. I love black. So that's really good uh, still. But I noticed. Well, just a, just tell me that brass is not coming back. It is, but yeah. it's the unlacquered. Everybody likes the unlacquered brass that's going to change and live. Mm. So it looks like you have something antique in your house or old. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really, really pretty look, especially if you can let it go and let it become its natural self wallpaper i was in a house in (laughs) (laughs) rarity bay yesterday i walked down into the rec room and i looked and i had been in this house several times because they're one of my clients and i looked at the wall and it i said oh they bricked that wall and i walked in the room and i was like that brick looks weird and i i said it's (laughs) It's just so perfect. I was like, how did they get this brick so perfect? And I walked up closer to it to touch it. It was wallpaper. So it was perfect brick wallpaper, but from far away. And even I didn't realize it was wallpaper until I got about three feet from it. And this customer did such a good job with wallpaper that I went into the laundry room and it was wallpaper in the laundry room. And I was like, what a pretty tile to the person I was walking through with. And when we went back in and we're talking to the builder, he said, what did you think about the tile in the laundry room? I had to go back in there and touch it Hmm. to feel that it was not. So it's very realistic looking wallpaper. It's gold finishes, dark and moody. Love dark and moody. Dark and moody uh, powder rooms. Yes. In several of the houses, there's this really beautiful gray people are using. Oh, and stained wood. Oh, A yeah. lot of stained wood doors, mm. stained wood uh, beams, mantles, things like that. People are using a lot of stained wood where 
you know, leading up to this, there was still a lot of paint in trim. Mm -hmm. They're not really doing the wood trim, you know, as far as baseboard and, um, and uh, crown molding, but the doors, they're painting around them and they're doing, you know, a beautiful natural wood door. And then a lot of people are painting the doors like your trim will be one color and then your doors will be painted a darker color, which is a great trend. Mm -hmm. It really makes mm -hmm. everything pop. It's not like you see a wall and then there's a door, everything's the color of the trim, and then you see more wall. Um, well, and I don't think that would be a, a too trendy to wear like it's gonna go out of style in no. five ten years. No, because I mean, first of all, paint is amazing. Like use paint. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I know for a long time, like, and white is still pretty, and I love white. But it's like, take advantage of color. Yes, color. But, you know, changes your mood. Yeah. The best thing about paint is that when trends change, you, <laughs> you can change the paint. <laughs> yes. It's you know, I mean, like as as a builder. <clears throat> Paint is probably one of my favorite things because of that. Mm -hmm. It fixes everything. <laughs> well, and we also, um, you know, what I always tell my customers is if they're not, you know, if they're going to have one room in their house, that they're going to do something kind of out there and while do it in your powder room. Mm -hmm. You can do a lot of things in a powder room because it's just a toilet and a sink. You don't have to change any tile or shower fixtures or things like that that are really hard to change. But you can change your light fixture very easily. You can change the paint in there very easily. You can even, you know, it's not as expensive to change your vanity out of there. So if you want to try for something like a bright blue vanity or something, your powder room's the place to do it. Yeah, you can so go get rooms, crazy. That way you can just shut the door if you don't like it, right? Yes, and I've noticed that in these houses that the powder rooms are extraordinary. It's oh. really great. Well, um, in a minute, we'll talk about some kitchens. Oh, there we go. So if you're listening this morning and you're thinking about some remodel ideas, maybe you're in the market to buy a new home. Now's the time to check out what's available here in our Knoxville area. 33 homes on display through the home builders uh, of Knoxville parade of homes. We are going to take a short break and when we come back, as Lisa said, we're going to dive into some kitchens and some other trends and cool things that you will see in this year's parade. We'll be right back here on Around the House with Scott Brokamp on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Welcome back to Around the House. If you're just joining us, we are talking the Parade of Homes, Knoxville's 42nd anniversary mm -hmm. of the Parade of Homes. Put on by the Home Builders Association of Greater Knoxville, sponsored by ORNL Federal Credit Union and Tyndall's. Uh, this is just an absolutely amazing event that the Home Builders Association puts on. And this is a great opportunity if you're looking for some ideas on remodeling. Maybe you're looking to build, maybe you're looking for a builder. Or a remodeler. A lot of these builders not only build new homes, but they also have uh, do remodeling or have a division that does remodeling. Great opportunity for you to be able to check out thirty three different homes um, throughout. What what are we at least? Seven counties. Yes, we are. We are. We're in seven <coughs> counties this year. We haven't been up in, have a presence in like the Morristown Hamlin County area. We have it there. We've always had Loudon, Blunt, Knox. Uh, 
and you know some of the others Roan, some of the other surrounding counties but this is um as far as i can recollect i don't remember being in morristown and hamblin county so i'm headed up there next friday oh I'm there you go about going up and seeing what we have up there well becky i, I i'm going to turn to you a minute because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know being in the industry myself one of the the biggest challenges, and I don't know that people understand this, but when you build a parade home, there's a deadline to have this home done. Yes. And uh, obviously pre-COVID, right, deadlines were somewhat flexible, but you could rely on things being there. You could rely on workers doing their jobs, timelines. You could set a date on a contract and realistically meet that date. Mm -hmm. I know nowadays it's not so. I mean, just like in our business, every time you turn around there's this one part that you've been able to get for months on end and now all of a sudden it's on back order right so yeah as a builder express is share with us how how difficult it is to hit these deadlines and still produce such an immaculate product yeah it's it's not easy and there's a lot of stress that goes into it because um because these builders are putting everything that they have into these homes i mean it's they're showcasing their work and, and, um, and their talent. And so they want it to be perfect. Um, and so, yeah, exact same thing. You know, someone tells you, Oh, we'll have that for you in two weeks. You give them a two week notice. And then all of a sudden you're waiting another two weeks Mm -hmm. and it's a domino effect. So if one thing doesn't come in and you can't install it or do it, then that holds up a whole of list of other like subs and products that you, you can't put into the house. So, um, the builders that are showcasing their homes, no doubt they've been living in stress. And some of them may be doing touch-ups during the week in between parades mm-hmm. still, you know, that you don't even know about. But a lot of them worked really hard. Their houses are showcased beautifully and um, and their talent shows for yeah. sure. No, so, absolutely. And they'll smile. You won't even know how stressed they were. <laughs> they'll still <laughs> smile and be like, look what we got for you. Well, I, I just... Again, I think it's important for people to understand. So when you're when you're touring these homes, you, you know a lot of times things are things are spec to go into this house that mm-hmm. and maybe for some reason they just couldn't get it. All right. You know, I I know in our world that anytime we talk about a, an electronic or an actual product when we're dealing with new construction clients, I I'll let everybody know up front. Will when you get in, when you close on this home, we'll we'll figure out what electronics we're going to put in there because mm-hmm. we could talk today and that part may not be available anymore it it may get end of life there may be the new version out you know things are constantly changing and constantly mm-hmm. evolving and i know that especially in the electronics world and in the technology side through covid it gave a lot of companies a lot of opportunity to essentially revamp their whole entire product line and I know that has happened in some lighting and some plumbing areas as well. And so it, it's it's neat to see how some of these builders just make that adjustment on the fly. Mm-hmm. You know? you ha- and you have to. Um, I don't have any homes in the, the parade this year, but homes that I have, I have built, um, even our suppliers are left in the dark until last minute. Yeah. And uh, we were finishing a house and we had our floor ordered and we were ready. And um, our, our poor supplier actually had a delivery date. And then when it didn't show, she had a call and they were like, 
oh no, that's been discontinued. So, and I have a closing <laughs> and so I'm like, no, I need flooring in this house. And we, I had real quick, we had be like, okay, who can get me realistically, just show me the flooring that, you know, a hundred percent that mm. can come in in the next week or two. Yeah. And like, we're just going to have to pick from that flooring. So yeah. yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's scary. It's frustrating. It's kind of our, sadly, our new reality It is now, yeah. but um, yeah, you've got to be able to adjust and be flexible you have to be flexible we have a saying at the office um oh shoot i'm gonna screw it up too uh that's a great saying (laughs) well yeah and that um kenny always expect the unexpected because something's always going to change it is so yeah i I mean it is and at least i know that on the supplier end of these things um that again being uh, on my side as a contractor i know how vital that communication is it is it is and you know a lot of times lately it's getting better i will say across the board it is getting better we still have a lot of these oh yes we discontinued that um and this is the new model and you really can't tell the difference and it's $200 more, but it's just something that they had to change. Or I think a lot of suppliers to us, a lot of our vendors used COVID as an opportunity to really look at what they were selling and what they were not and getting rid of the things that were not selling. So they could have more supply of the items that people really liked, which is wonderful. But I still have several vendors that it's taking over a year to 18 months to get materials from them and that is a really hard thing for customers to understand because you know we don't have a room in the back of our showroom where we go and make all these products (laughs) we order them from vendors and uh, we are reliant on them to give us their best guess of when it will Mm -hmm. come to me which is what I pass on to my customers and sometimes it's just not Correct, because some of these things are coming from Italy, some are coming from France, some are just coming from Arizona. <laughs> and so, yeah. you know, you just don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And I think a lot of my vendors are still having trouble getting components from people that they buy from. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. just mm-hmm. a really difficult place we're in right now. And a lot of that is due to our labor shortage across sure. basically the world. Yeah. There's a labor shortage. And, um, we try really hard through the Home Builders Association to support workforce development and get kids to understand that there are good paying jobs in all of the construction industries. You don't have to want to be a builder. Oh, yeah. You could do HVAC. You could do plumbing. You could do electrical. You could just be a framer. You could just be a trim person, somebody who really loves working with wood or who mm-hmm. is very artistically inclined being a trim carpenter is an amazing thing. Some of these houses, one in particular I'm thinking of, have some amazing trims on the walls. Like it's almost like art on the wall, mm. but mm-hmm. it's done all with trim. Right. And it is just stunning that you could make one whole room in a house look like art just by the way you apply wood to the wall. And... um it's a very, you know, I feel like that would be a very fulfilling thing. I wish I was inclined that way. I'm not, 
I mean, I'm really bad as far as working with my hands, but I can do other things. But there are those people out there, and there's a place for everyone in the construction industry. Hey, you're great with working with your hands. I've seen you. The product comes in, and you deliver it right there to your client. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, I'm good at carrying things. See? I'm good at stacking. You know, It's um, just a matter of perspective. It's all, yes. all how you look at it. Yeah. You know? um, we didn't touch on how people can get books for the Parade of Homes. They can get the Parade of Homes book that they can look at all the house. It has all the house plans in it. It has directions. It has information about the builder. Those are ORNL and Tyndall's and every Parade House. And Becky, what is the website? Uh, the Parade of Homes, Knoxville.com. Yes, and, the, and you can look at the book online, too. So mm-hmm. if you aren't stopping by any one of those places before you get to a house to grab a physical one, then you can get on there and see where the houses are. Um, who's built them, their price range. Um, now, there won't, there'll be pictures of the outside of the house, ha- like a rendering of the outside of the house, but you have to go to the house to mm-hmm. to see it, to see all the 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 trim details on the wall, the moody bathrooms, um, and kitchens. You're going to talk about kitchens. Yeah, no no sneak peek in the, in the magazine. No, you yeah, actually, no sneak peek. You've, you've got, got to go, go. check it out. Is yeah, exactly. actually, though, a YouTuber, and I have heard this through the grapevine, so I don't know how to find it, but there was a YouTuber that came through Knoxville this past week that all he does is go to parade houses, and he went to three of the parade homes and did YouTube videos on them talking about all the features of the homes, and so somewhere online on youtube you can find that but he does that as his youtube channel he goes to different parade homes across the country so if you're really interested in homes and design that might be a great youtube channel to look at but i have no idea what his name is but (laughs) i'm hoping that you could just maybe go parade home guy on youtube (laughs) well and find him let's face it at the end of the day these 33 beautiful homes just need people to come walk through them. So you can recap your visit when you find the YouTube guy. Yeah. How's that, right? Yeah, we need to walk <clears throat> through these houses. We need to show our builders in Knoxville some love. But if you will, go to uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the parateofhomesknoxville.com. You will find a listing of all the homes. You will find a map. You will get directions. It is a great resource and a great tool for, well, helping you make the tour of this year's candidates of the Parade of Homes. See what's going on. See what's new. See the the awesome trends. And, well, quite frankly, the workmanship of probably your neighbor or somebody that you know, Mm -hmm. because that's what I know is that we all, you know, look, we all live here. We play here. We work here. And most likely somebody you know was involved in one of these homes. We are going to take a short break, but when we come back, as Lisa promised previously, we're going to talk about kitchens, what's new, what's hot, and what you're going to see when you tour these amazing parade homes here in the Parade of Homes in Knoxville. We'll be right back on Newstalk 98.7 WOKI. Welcome back to Around the House. I am Scott Brokamp, and with me this morning, I have... Becky Snyder, the co-chair of the Parade of Homes. Lisa Smith, you're the chair of the Parade of Homes. No, we're co-chairs together. Oh, you're just, you, I mean, just nobody co-chairs. really wants the responsibility. You're just going to share. <laughs> yeah, we're just Not single-handedly. Yeah, yeah. Single-handed. We do a lot of that. <laughs> Becky and I are yeah. like, 
It's all right. Do Way to work together, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah we work that's, together. That's good. That's good. Well, as we have been speaking, we talked about it last week. This weekend, um, the second weekend of the parade homes. So the homes are open from 12 to 5. Um, they'll be open today, tomorrow from 12 to 5. And then next weekend is the final weekend of the Braid Homes. Mm-hmm. So homes will be open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 12 to 5. So make sure that you go to theparadeofhomesknoxville.com. You can see where all these homes are located, who the builders are, price ranges, et cetera. There's a, uh, a map right there available online for you to find out how to get there. But this is a great opportunity to look at new homes in different areas. Uh, as we mentioned earlier this morning, in seven different counties, we uh, there are homes that are on display. And so maybe you're thinking of getting outside of Knoxville. And this gives you a great opportunity to look at some of the homes that are being built in those areas, some of the communities that are there as well. Um, One of the things that we want to talk about, we've put it off long (laughs) enough, (laughs) kitchens. Kitchens. Lisa is here to tell us all about what, well, obviously she's furnished a lot of these kitchens, but um, she has been to a lot of the brain homes and it's going to tell us about the trends that she has seen. I am seeing so much still of the perimeter cabinets being one color and the island still being a different color. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever the predominant color that's an accent color for the home, they'll do the um, the island in that color and then they'll do the uh, wall perimeter cabinets in a different color, which to me is really, really pretty. I like that contrast in there. It makes draws your eye in a little bit mm-hmm, more mm-hmm. i saw a lot of that i've seen a lot of metal like cabinets that have where there would be glass mm-hmm. you know the, the glass cabinets that you normally see i've seen several homes that have had metal decorative metal in a different color where that would have been lots of and this is new Probably we've been seeing it for about four or five years. It's very prominent in this year's parade, a back kitchen. It's not like your normal butler's pantry where you would just have a little sink and maybe some glassware or something to help you serve. This is a full, like a back kitchen where if you had a caterer, you were having a party and you were laying everything out in your kitchen, a place you could put all the platters and things that are coming out next. So a lot of people in that back kitchen have a sink and maybe a dishwasher. Mm. So they'll have a second dishwasher outside the kitchen. It just sounds like way too much work. Well, I I don't know that I want that many people at my house at one time. You're not entertaining them. (laughs) To me, I always worry about the way my kitchen looks on Thanksgiving when people get there because I've been cooking all day and I have the food prepared, but then there's always that mess from cooking. This way, you have a second dishwasher that you can have going while people are eating. They have all your pots and pans and things like that in it. And it doesn't have to be as nice as your first dishwasher. It can be just a dishwasher that maybe doesn't have a third rack, but it does have the soak and scrub for pots and pans. So there's a lot of that I've seen. I've seen a lot of butcher block tops. Some have been left natural and some have been stained, Mm. which is a really pretty look in pantries, just regular pantries. Another big thing that I saw yesterday that was so pretty is um, in a kitchen, 
they had the two doors that would like be for a regular pantry cabinet and when you walked you walked through them they were actually like little double doors for a door that you walked through that took you into the pantry I love it. We just did that on a remodel. I love those. I love that. It looked so nice, and you didn't have just a random door in your kitchen. Mm -hmm. It was part of the cabinetry, and it looked really good. Um, Still see a lot of white kitchens, a lot of white kitchens out there. I was going to ask, because you're talking about um, people are starting to go a little bit back to the woods and Mm -hmm. the uh, stains in the home if um, wood cat, cat, I mean, not like the 70s oak right like we know how scott feels about the 70s um but not like the 70s oak but like um having more stain in the kitchen because that's i mean that's what i'm just as a builder designer and like and i don't i'm not good with making sure i'm like keeping up with the latest and what's in designs like um other designers but i love having that natural wood and stains in the kitchen and then mixing it with paint Mm mm-hmm to there painted are cabinets. a lot of houses that do have wood cabinets. Um, they have, and I was in a house the other day, yesterday actually, that had almost every, the kitchen, the bathrooms, every cabinet was different. Like they had some wood mixed in their kitchen with some painted cabinets. Mm-hmm. The um, bathrooms had different colored cabinets. Some were white, some were wood, some were like blue. But um, that is still something that people are doing mm-hmm. a lot of things. I felt like this year there was more personality in these houses. Nothing was cookie cutter. Everything was very designed. It looked very nice. Our builders have knocked it out of the park this year as far as offering people ideas. Um, I know Becky and I, we did a parade house together last year. Mm-hmm. I think it was. Yeah. Maybe two. We've done we, two. The past two years, yeah. Um, but we did a brick backsplash. I saw a brick backsplash uh, yes. uh, in one of the houses, and uh, it looked really pretty. Um, but, yes, and I saw a stone backsplash in a house, and that was beautiful, too. Oh, and a lot of people are doing custom hoods. We've had some oh, plaster yeah. hoods that were really pretty that had, like, metal accents. All of that's good. A um, lot of microwave drawers. They're very mm. handy because if you don't have a place that you, to put your microwave, you know, you can put it in your island and it can be like a drawer. And honestly, for people who are aging in place or with young children, it's safer because you're not reaching out of the microwave and pulling something towards you. You're lifting it up and sitting it on the counter. So you have more control over what you're doing. So I like to, um, a lot of bidet seats too in the bathrooms I noticed yesterday. I was like, wow, these are really taking off. And, you know, that's like I spoke last week about the fact that that gives people longer independence so they don't have to ask somebody to help them. So um, a lot of people, oh, walk-in showers with no doors, really big mm-hmm. this year. Mm. And a lot of them were um, like a zero curb. So you mm-hmm. walk straight into it and the shower kind of, you know, it just kind of slowly slopes towards the drain so it doesn't come out into the the main bathroom but you don't have that curb there that you could trip over so these homes are homes that people can live in long term Mm -hmm. and uh, love for a really long time so i'm going to take you back to kitchens a minute so what about open shelving are you still seeing a lot of open shelves not as much as we have in past years but there were still some open shelves out there 
I will say I work a lot and um, the thought for me of having something else to dust when I did my kitchen, when I redid my kitchen, I was like, well, I could put some up right here and it would look really pretty, but then I'm going to have to dust it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was not for them, but there were some there and I noticed that they looked really pretty and I was like, eh, maybe I should have rethought that and taken the extra 10 minutes to dust. And put those I, in I my would kitchen. think that there's still, I, mean, I don't, again, mm -hmm. I like them because I think especially now um, you go shopping um, just for your glassware in your kitchen, mm -hmm. like things are becoming just prettier and ornate and to be able to showcase that a little bit. Like, I think it's okay to like, if you get some of those like really nice wine glasses to mm -hmm. have those out and not just mm -hmm. like hidden behind a, yeah. a cabinet. Well, but yeah. I'm with you too. It's not like I'm going <laughs> to dust well, it, it on a regular basis. We have some, we have some, some open shelving and mm -hmm. that was my concern. I'm like, ah. Oh. Man, I, I could just look. Don't don't put any stuff we're going to use on them, right? Make it's just going to be a knickknack. So yeah. we're just taking up space. But what we have found is we have a couple that we utilize constantly. And for us, what we have found is we have items that are on those open shelves that are used regularly. Yeah. So I don't have to worry about getting in there and all that dusting and, and cleaning. And and so they've they're really. I didn't. I guess this is just from my own opinion. I didn't think that they were going to be as functional and and as useful as it as they are. So it brings a cool look and a mm -hmm. contrast to our kitchen. But yet, those concerns that I had about the dust collection. Now, listen, I've got one. I've got you know we got a few of them that they're they hold knickknacks, trinkets, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you know you got you got to constantly clean. But um, I I think the key utilizing those open shelves right is is using products and in, in things that you use regularly right to where you're not getting all that settling well my husband really wanted them he comes from the restaurant world and he said no i would put all of our plates up there mm -hmm. and i would pull them off and plate as i was cooking yeah. and i said okay so we're gonna have two plates up there because there's me and you most of the time <laughs> and he was like no 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 we'll stack all the plates up there and so it was just you know one it was a decision for us but like i said i love the way they look and i really have rethought it since i didn't do it um the other thing I was going to say is in one of the houses, I saw a cute little shelf made out of the uh, countertop material. They had the countertop material as the backsplash, but there was a little shelf built in for salt and pepper and a few, just mm. a few little spices yeah. right there above the, of, above so, the cooktop. Yeah. And it was a fantastic idea. I've never like seen that. that before. Yeah. Or like you could do even like a little niche, like you do in a shower. Mm -hmm. That would be cool to do there too. Yeah. Well, we are going to take a short break. We're going to come back and wrap up talking about the Parade of Homes. So, again, go to theparadeofhomesknoxville.com to be able to get a listing of all the homes and maps that are in the parade for the 42nd year here in Knoxville and surrounding areas. We'll be right back on Around the House on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Welcome back to Around the House. Yeah. I am Scott Brokamp. And in the studio this morning, we have Becky Snyder of Loomis Construction and Lisa Smith of Ferguson, supplier of, I guess, almost all Everything. things now for well, your now, home. Yes, we supply a lot of different things I, now. I was actually on the website last night. We were talking about my stove off 
air. And I was actually, because remember I saw that one in the showroom uh-huh. and I was like, this is what I want my stove to be. I was on there last night looking. I was like, I need a 42 inch. Yes. <laughs> and you Very can find almost anything on build.com. That's our website. You can narrow it down. We have tile. We have rugs. We have all the faucets, appliances, lighting. But yeah, it's it's a great website. I go on there sometimes and I'm surprised. I was like, oh, I didn't know we sold that. But, it's like know, the Amazon to. of new home construction. It yeah. is. It is. That's a good comparison. And... Um, we daily uh, somehow with an algorithm that's way above my head they go on and price us competitively across the internet and so our prices are always very competitive which is a um a thing i've heard about us oh you're too expensive we're really not we have all different price ranges right and if you go in and talk to our you know our uh, consultants in our showrooms they will tell you you know, there are certain things that are very inexpensive, but, you know, they'll say, well, if you're going to live in your house for 10 years and this is really what you want, or are you going to live there forever? Because if you are, let's look at this because, you know, they're very skilled in fantastic products and all our products are really, really good. It's just, you know, maybe you really don't want to have an unlacquered brass faucet if you are going to want it to say shiny all the time, you're going to have to polish it. And so our showroom consultants will tell you something like that. Right. It's always, you know, we have those conversations with clients as well, right? Is, Mm -hmm. is something may look nice and fancy and shiny, but you have to understand what it's going to be required to keep what you want. Right. What, what is the end result going to be, Mm -hmm. you know, understanding the longevity of it, which is always important. Um, but most of your stuff is on display in these homes anyways. <laughs> so it's yes. like a, you know, I mean, the showroom is nice, and I would encourage everyone to go into the showroom, but to actually see it in the kitchens and the baths and mm-hmm. and in these homes, too. Yeah. And like you mm-hmm. said, um, it is. we have a lot of displays out there. but And that is where our um, Parade of Homes, our builders that work with me, that's where our, the customers there came and picked out most of the lighting, the plumbing, and the appliances for their homes. Um, we did a lot of the parade homes. I think there was just one that we didn't have a part in this year. Wow. So we were really excited about that. We we love our community of builders. Well, I, I just want to touch on kitchens one last time because, sure. well, I like to cook. But, um, you, you know, one of the things that I have noticed over the past several years is in our kitchens, we're seeing more and more... I'm just going to call it more commercially equipped kitchens than we have regularly seen in, in my opinion, you know, we're seeing more, uh, even though they're made for homes, but more robust cooktops and, 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 um, stoves and, uh, and, and then these huge Arctic fridge and all of these other items that we're seeing in homes that, <clears throat> For years, parents have said, why do we have to have five fridges, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, now these big things, these big items that we would see typically in a commercial environment, now it's not so strange for us to see in a home now. Um, And and to me, I think it's awesome. Like, my cooks, I'm like, I wish I had one of these, you know, that was uh, 
nice big commercial grade heavy duty with a good hood over the top of it and and seeing those in kitchens i personally i really like mm-hmm. well a lot of people are going with more commercial appliances and what has happened is that people the uh, vendors have seen this trend and it is becoming more affordable to have that 48 inch range because you know it used to be you would go to your thermidors or your wolves or you know viking to get that Mm -hmm. there are a lot of the less expensive brands that are also making a 48 inch range so that you can have that commercial look in your home i personally in my house i have one big refrigerator and then i do my freezer in my garage because i don't use a freezer that much and if I want ice cream, I should have to walk to get it. So <laughs> what? I have just one big 30-inch refrigerator. I don't agree with a that. Lot of fresh get out of here. But even the big refrigerators have become very affordable. You can do a big 60-inch fridge freezer for a very, very, very affordable price. So that's one of the things that our consultants help you do is you come in, tell us what your price range is and what your dreams are, and then we help you bring those to life. So, All right. So Pray to Homes, uh, 42nd anniversary of the Pray to Homes. Go see some homes. Go see some houses. You can go to thepraytohomesknoxville.com to find out where all of these homes are located. Look at the floor plans, look at the price ranges, and, well, just get you a, get you a map and figure out where to go. Um, before we wrap up this hour, I do want to mention our wonderful segment, the topic of the day. And, uh, well, today <clears throat> we're looking up at the sky trying to catch a solar eclipse. You've probably heard on the news that East Tennessee will see a partial eclipse during the lunch hour today. The moon will start to cross over the sun at 1143 this morning. Peak coverage will be at 110 this afternoon, and the eclipse will be done by 240. Folks in the desert southwest will see a ring of fire in the sky. That's where the moon's shadow exactly lines up with the sun. Except the moon isn't big enough to create a total eclipse like the one we had a few years ago. Instead, the outer edges of the sun will shine around the outline of the moon. That's gonna not going to happen here. Instead, the sun will just have a notch in it where the moon covers a small section of it. All the safety warnings still apply. Protect your eyes today if you're tailgating and watching the eclipse. And be sure to check out your Facebook feeds or Instagrams or whatever it is you're on because this ring of fire from out there in the desert is going to be, it's going to be pretty cool just to see that. I'm excited. I didn't realize that was today. That's really great. Yeah. (laughs) See, See, you've got parade of homes. You've got UT football. This is a, you've got an eclipse. This is a fantastic weekend. Great fall weather. I mean, go see our homes, see the builders cheer on the vols and watch an eclipse i'm telling you what more could you ask for right i I mean if he doesn't end the show with either ring of fire or total eclipse of the heart i'm gonna be upset (laughs) google that now chris i got you i guess you got your orders now so oh my goodness well lisa becky thank you ladies for joining me uh, last weekend and this weekend it has been a blast i always enjoy uh doing everything we can to help support and let people know about our local home builders association they're so vital to our community and to the homes that we build we are gonna take a break here at the top of the hour we'll be back on around the house with scott brookhead and news talk 97 (laughs) woki 
Good morning. Welcome to Around the House. If you've been listening with us for the first hour, I want to thank our guests, Becky Snyder and Lisa from uh, uh, Ferguson's. Becky is the uh, co-owner and carrying on Loomis Construction out there in the Sevierville area. Um, thank you ladies so much for being here this morning. Go to the parade of homes, Knoxville.com to find a list of the parade houses, um, and a map to be able to find out where they are. And, uh, but I guess most likely you're probably going to be paying attention to this little thing we have in town called football. The Vols are in action today against Texas A&M at Neyland stadium. They're honoring Eric Berry today for being voted into the College Football Hall of Fame. Uh, Eric and his basically entire family will be here. They have great heritage here with our Tennessee Vols. Kickoff for the game today is at 3.30. If you don't have tickets, you can catch the game on CBS and on WIVK, the flagship station of the Vol Network. The Dixie Lee Farmer's Market <clears throat> is open for just three more Saturdays. The market is on Kingston Pike near the Renaissance Farragut and open today from 9 to noon. <clears throat> Boo at the Zoo is open from 5.30 to 8 at Zoo Knoxville. I always look forward to that kicking off every year. Tonight, Star Wars characters will be roaming the zoo as part of the entertainment. This 37-year tradition is fun for kids of all ages. I'm trying to figure out what my costume is going to be this year, Big Jim. <laughs> to get tickets or find out a complete list of events happening around town, go to visitknoxville.com. That's visitknoxville.com. Well, tomorrow's weather is supposed to be a little chilly. It's been a long time since we've had temperatures stay below 60 degrees. So, what do you do if you turn on the heat and nothing happens? I know what I do. Sometimes switching back and forth between heating and cooling can cause your compressor to lock up or trip a breaker or some kind of other havoc. Here to talk about HVAC issues is Big Jim, Jim Michaels, founder of HCS Mechanical Contractors. How you doing this morning, Big Jim? Great. Great. Got Prada Homes going. Got the Tennessee Vols this afternoon. Couldn't be a better day. You know... We hope it's going to get a lot better today, this afternoon. About 7.30, maybe? Well, you know. 7 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, right there. 6.30, 6, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. So, uh, Big Jim, obviously, I know you well, and uh, I know what you guys do. But uh, for our listeners, tell us tell us a little about who who's HCS Mechanical. Who are you? What do you, what, what do you stand for? What's your mission? What's your goals? We are a residential, light commercial company um did a lot of new homes uh it's kind of transitioned over from when i started from doing change outs and remodels and there's not very many houses left that uh have like window air conditioners <laughs> left to do so right. we're, we're kind of in the new homes business now we did 213 houses in 22 wow got some great builders we work for uh uh just that's where we are. Got a good, great service, guys. I'm just, I'm so proud of Matt and Michael that it's uh, just very proud of them guys. They they bust it. They get better reviews than I could have ever gotten by myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's a big feat because I mean, I know you, right. And, and for people that do know you, you're, you're, well, quite frankly, you're, you're a really likable guy. You know, you, you have, you always seem to have a smile on your face and you always bring charm and delight, uh, with good conversation and uh you know it's always it's always just good to see you it just is so for them guys to get better reviews than what you would have got on your own i don't know man (laughs) they do it's pretty hard to beat that right there so how long have you guys been in business i started doing heat and air in 1987 and went on my own in 91 but we just, I was very small, but in 2000, 2000, I think it was 2001, maybe, um, I incorporated, got me a state license and here we went. My, my old friend, um, Cecil Hopkins used to own Shamrock. He came in and got me started doing commercial, like commercial stuff back then. And God, I miss him every day. Um, he was a great friend and a wealth of knowledge. He was uh, probably as smart on doing this commercial stuff as anybody I know. <laughs> and he passed away several years ago. And <laughs> in, in the last four or five years, maybe six, we've really turned over to new construction. And got, like I said, got some great builders I work for. Right. So, uh, you know, the past week and this week, the first hour is we have been talking with the co-chairs of the Parade of Homes from right. the Home Builders Association. So, I mean, I, I you know, I, I just don't think of HVAC as one of those ever-changing, sexy components that we talk about in a new home, right? Changes every other month. <laughs> it does, don't it? Yes, it it's does. constantly changing. It's constantly changing. And let's face it. One of the main factors in our homes that we all expect to provide us comfort is our HVAC system. You know, it's the uh, it's kind of one of those that nobody really talks about. Nobody hears about it until it breaks. That's true. That's true. Uh, Me, Sheila and I, we keep our house at at like 64 degrees year round. Uh, Yeah. She she was uh, very cold blooded when I married her. As far as the temperatures in the house, yeah, I've got her climatized now. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle sixty four degrees. Oh, it's on a regular. Uh, Great sleeping nights. <laughs> yeah, it, it'd be good for sleeping. I mean, cuddling up and that, that'd be I'd be good with that. I'd be good with that. So well, we we briefly talked about it. Parade of homes. Uh, do you do you even know how many parade houses that you're in? Yes. How many? Three. You're in three parade houses. We did three for Mike Stevens. All right. And uh, I'll tell you, these houses are absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, I think they're furnished. Hmm. And to the nines, I mean, they are absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. They've got one at North Shore Town Center. And I'm not going to mention the name of it, but it, has because uh, it's the homeowner's name uh it, it has a hot tub and swimming pool mm. and a double loft it just overlooks you know 
you can see the mountains and everything and you can pretty much with all of them but this one is just really done to to the nines yeah it's, it, and i haven't I, I i need to go check it out because we also have have worked on that project and uh it, it had some unique challenges having that swimming pool in the middle um and then having the the well I guess it, we'll call it detached living quarters, but uh, you know it had some uniqueness in it. But it was such a neat design in such a neat house. Um, just to be able to be a part of that. Well, I mean, quite frankly, it's you know that's what Mike Stevens does. He's got his own in-house designer. Yeah, and they work with the homeowners and uh, uh, been working for him for five about five years now. And uh, it's he's got him a team now. He's I mean, yeah. it's. Things are a lot better than they were, or diff- not better, different than when I started. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, let's face it. We've all had to uh, make some changes, had to uh, adapt, and, and, you know, look, technology in, has afforded us a lot of opportunities to make some changes, to get some more cohesive teams, and um, really allow us all to kind of elevate what we do. And I, for one, obviously technology guy uh i i embrace it i love it you know just the modern conveniences of things that we can get from technology hey, so, you did my building i love it yeah <laughs> yeah uh you know and, and actually we need to talk about it because there's some cool new stuff that we'll talk about but all right uh anyway but for now what we're talking about is hvac and we're actually up against a break so we're going to take a short break we're going to come back and well Big Jim, I'm just going to put you on the spot and have you share about some of this awesome new stuff that's happening in the HVAC world. Right here when we come back on Around the House with Scott Brokamp on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Welcome back to Around the House. I'm Scott Brokamp, and I have Big Jim Michaels here with me. Big Jim is uh, founder of HCS Mechanical Contractors here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Great guy, great company, great folks. Hey, if you've got questions, HVAC related, well, even maybe technology related, feel free to give us a call. Shoot us a text, 865-656-8255. That's 865-656-8255. You can find Big Jim Michaels. You can find him online at hcsmechanicalcontractors.com. What's that? Incorporated. Oh, Incorporated. Well, all right. So what's that website then? HCSmechanical.com or HCSmechanicalcontractorsincorporated.com. Gotcha. All right. Sorry. I had a little typo here yeah. on my paper. <laughs> it's all right. So, Big Jim, tell us, so what are the products that you guys actually sell in service? Oh, we're train dealers. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Nothing beats a train, right? Uh, it's hard to stop a train. But, uh, and we sell Goodman, but we, the, the majority is train. Uh, okay. that's, that's what most of our, our builders prefer. Um, going to be a lot of new changes coming. Yeah. The refrigerant, uh, they're going to change it again from 410A to, I think it's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the number is R453. And, uh, completely different uh base in the refrigerant uh i never thought they'd do that because 410a just works what they're trying to do yeah. is lower the pressure yeah because 410a it operates at a very high pressure and 
tends to leak more and and uh, the or 22s that they uh, discontinued you know it ran at a uh, like a 75 suction pressure and a uh, 220 head pressure well this runs at a 140 150 suction and a 330 on the head Mm. if you got a tiny leak it's going to leak sure you got to be very careful when you weld and you know all the refrigerant lines and and such Mm. but um i think they're trying to incorporate something that has less pressure and don't know about any cost but you know new things cost more usually (laughs) you know usually new things cost more when they come out but you know uh usually over time they they tend to stabilize and well either that or we just grow accustomed to it one of the two but uh well you know technology you know as we alluded to in the previous segment technology changes things it affords us the ability much to do things better you know i i have this conversation with my parents regularly and you know and and it's as most people my age deal with is well this is how we used to do it you know, well, we've learned some things. We have been able to use all of those smarts that you gave us as wonderful parents. Thanks, Mom and Dad. And and we have used those to be able to have some, uh, learn some things to be able to make improvements to what we do and what we have. And, um, you know, I, I think what little bit I know about this new refrigerant is going to help with our uh, energy efficiencies as well. And I mean, let's face it: the cost of uh, the cost of our utilities isn't going down. Nope. So, you know, anything that we can do to try to help with those items is always a plus, in my opinion. I agree, hundred um, percent. You know, they've got the SEER ratings of these uh, newer systems. Uh, they've just changed over the last year. They are indeed. Uh, last year it's what's called a sear two hmm. uh, Cal- what's what's that mean <laughs> well i think basically what it means is like they were claiming a 14 sear was 14 sear on all the units well the sear rating point wise depends on the size of the unit um when you call it 14 sear, there might be in a two to a five ton, only one of those sizes in there that would be a true 14 sear. There'd be a 13, eight or, or, you know, whatever. Hmm. So now they've come up with, uh, and it has to do with the static pressure and how it operates. And right. It's kind of hard to explain to get into all that, but, uh, they're better. They're, right. They cost more, but yeah. they're better. They're better. Well, and again, technology, technology. Hey, uh, Big Jim, we have uh we've got a caller with us. Bill is on the line. Hey, good morning, Bill. How are you this morning, sir? Hello, Scott. Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. And I wanted to ask Big Jim as soon as he mentioned about the new Freon, um, are they gonna be uh Phasing out the the 410, and can you convert your 410 unit to the the new Freon, or do you have to change tubing and compressors? And mm. can can you convert it like you did before? Man, great question, Bill. That is a good question. Well, it's just like the 
R22 that they did phase out. They don't make the units anymore when they changed it over to 410. Yes, they are probably going to phase out 410, but they'll have it available, you know, to keep using in the existing units. But uh, it's just like R22 and 410A. One has POE oil, one has mineral oil. They don't mix. They make foam. It's non-condensable. And I... Nobody knows what the 453 is going to be, if it's going to be compatible, if you can mix it, probably not. But they are the units will be R and D to use that particular refrigerant. So even at this point, we don't even you don't even know if we're going to be coming able out to, till late 24 or 25. I got you, I got you. Well, Bill, great question. Um, well, I guess stay tuned. We'll see if we're going to be able to uh, retro and convert to the new refrigerant um from 410 as we go but uh bill thank you very much for listening thanks for calling in we certainly appreciate your call this morning uh you know and that's i mean that's a great a great question and one of the things that you know i i was in automotive business when we saw in in the auto world go to 134a and i think is what it was called but uh we went from you know yeah i mean it's changed now i I had to have my car serviced and big to do because my car's on this new freon and yada yada in in all of those changes you know there was a lot of conversation about what are we going to do with what we currently have and with the new stuff coming in and i don't know what's going to happen but typically it seems like they normally find some type of workaround for a conversion but from my experience most of those conversions never really worked very well because those systems were designed for, as you mentioned, with that refrigerant, you've got different head pressures that you run on. you got different head pressures, different suctions, and, and those different pressures in those systems are designed around those pressures because it's refrigerant. It's, it's it gas to liquid, gas to liquid, right? Yes. And so as that changes, the characteristics of it change, and then the, the efficiency and viability of it changes. That's exactly right. Exactly. I almost sounded smart for a second. Uh, Scott. <laughs> I'll tell you a good one, too. The, they've talked about coming out with a propane-based refrigerant. Propane-based refrigerant? Propane-based. Well, yes. <clears throat> I'm just wondering how you weld it. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to have to be a cold weld. Uh, that's that's interesting i had uh yeah i haven't heard of that i mean obviously the uh, uh the gas level of that was you know is easily to obtain but propane is a great refrigerant it, it uh a lot of the uh, refrigerators in uh, like uh houseboats a lot of different things they they have the propane i, I can't remember the name of them it's been so long but they used it as refrigerant. No kidding. Yeah. Huh. Well, um, yeah, I don't know. I'd old, be really concerned. A lot of old amanas were made with, with propane refrigerant. I'd be very concerned about a leak. That's all I can tell you. Boom. <laughs> I'd be very concerned about a leak. Uh, again, right? Technology, right? We we learn yes. things. We, we find ways to do things better, make improvements. Um, not just for always energy efficiency, but sometimes just for safety. 
Um, you, you know, and again, I when you mentioned this new refrigerant and we talk about pressures, um, obviously, if we can operate efficiently on a lower pressure, obviously, that's that's going to allow uh, a few benefits. Um, you know, if there is a leak, obviously, it will be a slower leak. It's not being forced out as quickly, depending, obviously, where the leak is. Um, but even even in safety issues, right, if for some reason somebody decides they want to tamper with their HVAC system that is under pressure and it hasn't been um, reclaimed properly and that pressure is still on the line when damage occurs, I, I've I've seen it. Um, it, it could be dangerous. Man, that, uh, look, that refrigerant, that Freon blowing out of that line, it could be dangerous. Um, I've seen people get their fingers burnt very bad and, yep. and uh, it blow a Schrader valve out. Here it comes, and if you're over it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I saw uh, a guy I used to work with in the automotive world um, almost lost an eye. Oh uh, man! And that's you know, and that's exactly what happened. The Schrader Schrader valve popped, um, and he was over the top of it. Luckily, the Schrader valve didn't lodge itself in his face, but he was right over the top of it and the Freon just hit him. He got him right below the eye. And I mean, he had a, a huge burn and they were able to, uh, you know, get him through it. So again, safety concerns are always can, can be a part of it as well. So as, as we talk about these things that change, it's not always fun to talk about the change, right? Nobody really likes change. It's the one thing we know is constant in life, but we still don't like it. And, uh, and with these changes, a lot of times can, come cost associated with it i mean obviously from your end of it new freon is going to be new tools it's going to be new probably uh new specialty equipment for doing your reclaims and evacs stuff like that and so therefore there's going to be more costs associated absolutely absolutely and then training you got to train the guys boy i tell you we we've hired some really good guys in the last year um and I mean, we're keeping them. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, we're keeping them. Uh, we put them on a truck with an experienced guy, yeah. and we got some new guys that are really coming along. They're they're interested. They they show up to work every day. And, yeah, and uh, glad to have them. Yeah, because they're hard to find. Well, they are. They are. So, um, well, we are going to take a short break. And uh, when we come come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about some of that workmanship. And uh, and we're going to learn a little bit more about, well, Big Jim and HCS Mechanical right here on Around the House with Scott Brokamp on News Talk 98.7 WOKI. Welcome back to Around the House. Man, we're coming into the home stretch here for today's show. Hope you've enjoyed the show. You know, I mean. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm glad you're here, buddy. I'm glad you always enjoy having Big Jim around. If you're listening this morning, hey, send us an email at thehouse at hissecurity.net. I'd love to hear from you. Anything that we can do to, well, make this show better. I'm, you know, uh, this show is near and dear to my heart, and and I wanted to make sure that it continued on. So, uh, but let's, uh, we want to all work together and make this the best thing that we can make it. Anyway, with all that being said, I know somebody in here who, uh, Likes to make things the best way they can make it as well. Mr. Jim Michaels, HCS Mechanical Contractors Incorporated. Um, Big Jim, we were talking a little bit during the break, and, and one of the things that 
uh, I like to talk about, because I think it's one of the things that makes us different as a company, is that a lot of times when we're dealing with customers in new construction, um, aesthetics come up, and, and I get it, right? I want things to look appealing. I want them to look good when we have that finished product in place. Um, and, and for us, there's a lot of products and services that we can provide to be able to do that. Uh, and I've been in some walkthroughs in some new construction homes with some other companies, not yours. And, uh, maybe, uh, 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 one of the spouse says, you know, I don't, I, I don't want to look at that thing. I don't want it there. I want it somewhere else. And I, there's one home in particular that I was a part of and, the HVAC contractor said, no problem. We'll move it here. We'll move it there. We'll move it wherever you want. And they moved into the house. And within a couple of months of them living in that house, they had a lot of issues because the HVAC system was not up to their standard. And Again, I'm I'm not a pro. Now my daddy was. He was a uh, he was a HVAC guy. That's what he did. And um, I know that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, one of the things that I know, like with what we do, infrastructure is the key. So when you guys are doing a new construction design, the placement of the vents and the ductwork is well. It's not just willy nilly, right? There's a reason for where it has got to be. Absolutely. And if you move that, it's going to change the the efficiency and the viability of that system, which in this particular home is exactly what happened. Um, so you've been doing this a long time, and I know that. What are some of the things that obviously that we deal with in that design concept? Well, on a on a custom home, you always want the wife there. Mm. And you're going to tell them where the vents need to go. Okay. Right. You're going to have it laid out to where they need to go. And then you may have to move something to make her happy. But we kind of really try to not do that if it's going to hurt the system. Yeah. And not cool a room properly. You know, like we put them under the windows. Mm. That's that's where your heat and cold come through. They right. radiate. And, uh, you know... If it comes down to something simple like, well, I'm putting a bookshelf right there or or mama's old clock radio is going mm-hmm. right here, you know, we'll move it over a little bit. Sure. That's fine. But if you don't do stuff like that, you're going to come back and be growing holes back in that floor, fixing them and moving the vents mm-hmm. so that they can have what they want. Yeah. There is there is a reason for the placement of, of these items. Um, and... and and again, I mean, much like yourself, I've been involved with new construction for a long time. Um, I'm on 28 years of new construction. I, I figured that out the other day, and I'm like, really? Um, and, and you know, one of the things that as we speak with our customers on all levels is, okay, I understand your concern, but you need to understand the consequence exactly and, right and unfortunately um I, and i know you've seen it as well as we have especially in new construction budgets get in there and they interfere with the ideal situation 
and and I'm sure you've probably been faced with a, a time or two that uh, you've you've quoted out and designed this job, and somebody's probably come back and says, "Well, can we just what if we just downsize that unit a little bit? Can we save some money here? Can we save some money there?" Downsizing, you know, we on custom homes we run a load calculation. And usually it's upsized a half a ton. I, I'll, I do that by design. I don't like phone calls in the middle of summertime saying, oh, my air conditioner, just not enough. You know, and around here it gets 95 and 98 degrees. And, you know, an air conditioner is only supposed to bring the house to 20 degrees from the outside temperature. You know, if it's 95, 75 is what you should get. Well, we put them in there, and a lot of times they'll get colder than that on that 95-degree sure. day. Um, but like I say, that's the worst phone call you can get is, mm. is my air conditioner's not working. Yeah. I mean, it really is. And, you know, as things have changed, right, things have improved, it used to be it was a stretch to get that 20-degree spread. You got it. <laughs> Nowadays, you can you can actually get there. You know, as especially when we start looking at new construction with all the efficiencies between the insulations, the windows, the materials the homes are built with. Those are those are all items that really come into play and and well make you guys be like a shining hero in a way. Well, the foamed houses are coming really popular now. Mm-hmm. They, they do the foam insulation, foam decks. And I tell you, those houses are like coolers. They're yeah. almost too tight. Uh, they work. Yeah. We have to put fresh air, uh, Honeywell 8150, that puts fresh air into the return system, and it gives you some fresh air from outside. Um, that's, if you don't do that, you know, you can have too much moisture, and, I mean, you got to get rid of some of that moisture somehow. Right. And that's what an air conditioner does. Yeah. It removes moisture. It removes moisture. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh that, that's number one rule that I learned from my father. That it's not it's not designed to cool. It's not designed to do it it is to remove. Right? It's to remove that moisture because that's that's when you feel cooler. That's exactly right. When I that mean, moisture is removed. When you get that moisture out of the air, it, it you can cool the air down easy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, if you're, I mean, just thinking about it, it it's 95 degrees and 159,000% humidity outside, <laughs> and you can douse yourself or whatever you want, and it is still hot. I lived in Guam for three years, and I'll tell you, it was never above 90 and never below 70, and mm. 95 to 100% humidity all the time. You <laughs> could get a shower, walk to the mailbox, come back, you'd need another shower. <laughs> well... I guess at that point, you just don't need to shower anymore, right? <laughs> ah, come on now. So, you know, we again, design is is the key, right? It, just like what we do, our the end result and the longevity of that system is only going to be as good as the infrastructure that it is built upon. And and I know again that design work that you guys do is you you focus on making sure that that infrastructure is right, and so for the longevity of the home. And so with that being said, obviously, what about warranties on on units and and obviously your workmanship? Well, warranties are pretty much across the board on equipment. Is uh, they'll come as a manufacturer five year, 
if you register them, which we help people all every day register their units, hmm. um, you get a 10-year all-parts warranty. Hmm. That's from wow. in the unit. Right. The workmanship on new construction, we warrant it for one year. Uh, we have longer warranties available that, sure. that we don't sell out of our pocket. We buy them. JB Warranties is a real good warranty to have. I mean, and they're very inexpensive, and you drop a compressor uh, after the first year, you'll be glad you got it because hmm. it, it's expensive to change. Yeah, I mean, if a compressor goes out, you are, well, you you got it. You got to drain, evac. You got to evaporate that system out, recover clean it the, out. Recover it. Usually, uh, on a, I don't ever put the same refrigerant back in a compressor. Right. Right. And that's not covered under warranty. Right. Uh, because usually it's a burnout and you just don't want to use it. Yeah. So it's kind of expensive. The warrant, you know, the compressor's covered, but the labor and the refrigerant and that such is not. Yes. The expensive stuff's not. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, and, and I, you know, when they, these reclaim machines came out, I mean, they do a great job of recycling that refrigerant, pulling out the uh, disparities that are in there, the particles. But I, I'm with you. One of one of my big things, that even when I was in automotive world, is if we had a catastrophic failure, we've got to change anything that's holding particles, period. Absolutely. If it holds a particle, it needs to go. Because Absolutely. if not, you're never going to get it out. And, and all you're doing is rebuilding upon you know, a, a insufficient system uh, to start with. So, um, it, and I know that, it, I mean, let's face it, there's, the industry says it's, it's okay to do some things, but our experience tells us there's better ways to do them sometimes. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And that's where having a company like you is so, so, uh, important in, in the longevity of our systems. So, we are going to take a short break and well, we're going to come back and we're going to finish speaking with big Jim and we're going to talk about, uh, some new stuff in HVAC besides refrigerant. And, um, well, we'll learn about, uh, we'll learn about special things about big Jim that he's not even aware of yet. How's that? We'll be right back here on around the house on news talk 97 WOKI. That sounds good. Welcome back two around the house man we are this is it final segment of today's show hopefully you're listening this morning and you're getting your orange and white on and you're getting ready to head down to Neyland stadium come check out uh, his security and technology tent we'll be at vol village today pretty excited about that first trip ever so uh uh to be able to participate i've been there many times but uh anyway I am speaking with Big Jim Michaels. If you know Jim, well, his nickname serves him well. Uh, he is, uh, quite frankly, well, what would you say? I I know that you're a, a, a grandpa to a lot of little ones, and uh, I, I, some of them might just say you're a great big old cuddly teddy bear. I've got seven. Just saying. So, uh, all right, Jim, tell us. Tell us a little bit more about HCS Mechanical and, um, and what else other than refrigerant? What's new coming down the pipe in uh, in the HVAC world? Uh, just new design and equipment. Um, you know, over the last 
few years, it's changed when they up, upgraded the efficiency. They made the units larger. I mean, goodness gracious, you, you have to really uh, take some time to put a new three-ton where a old three-ton went, you know, indoor. Hmm. Uh, they're just bigger, just plain old bigger. Hmm. And what they do, they use a larger coil on them to make them more efficient, basically. Uh, but that's uh, that, that's the big thing, just making them fit. Yeah. Well, oh, man, I can... I can't even imagine some of these indoor units whew, trying to put a new one in where the old one was. Yes. Um, I, I, I mean, what, what do you do when they when they don't fit? What do you do? You just uh, you just got to partner with somebody who can come in and get it done. No, uh, you get back with the manufacturers, and sometimes you even have to change uh, the equipment to. They have smaller units. Some manufacturers, they haven't changed it. The ones we use mostly have. Right. And you, you have you just have to find something that'll fit. I mean, you got to do the job. I mean, well, you, without I, tearing out a closet and having to sheetrock it and, and put new doors and stuff like that on it. That, uh, I mean, you def, you got you got to do the job. Well, that's good to know, though, right, that, that, that at least the manufacturers, you have, you have options to be able to, to change the physical dimensions of the unit without you know sacrificing or changing the actual working dimensions and, and configurations right. of those units so uh i know i've always wondered that because i mean i've I mean, i've seen some handler stuffed in closets and i'm like man when this thing's gotta be changed y'all this it, is gonna be tough it's it is tough <laughs> it is tough you know gavin my son-in-law he is my general manager and he has gotten so good uh He's been with me six years, and I didn't have any other of my children that had any interest in the business. He stepped in and came in and basically runs it now for me. Well, he is uh, <laughs> he is quite a guy. He 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 does have that drill sergeant effect about him, doesn't he? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Big Jim, so tell us what. Why? Why should why should people buy from you? I know why they should buy from you, but in your own words, what makes y'all different? Why should people buy from you? Well, we're not a corporate entity; we're a family entity. I've got my daughter that runs the office, son-in-law that's general manager. Uh, we have got Matthew; he runs our service department, Matthew Lee, and um, we answer the phone. Mm. If you call after hours, even. It rings to me at my house hmm. on my cell phone. And I, I take calls from people when they have their air out or their heat out or whatever yeah. question they have. You know, you answer the phone mm -hmm. and rather than leave a message and hope somebody calls you back. Right. That's yeah. our big thing. I just make sure that communication is the best. Yeah. And, and, and it, it's key. You know, I mean, we, uh, as well as you, I mean, obviously it's just 24 seven, you know, things happen. And, uh, it, it's, uh, it, it's essential to make sure that somebody's able to answer that call. And, and, and quite frankly, when the emergency happens and the time of need arises, a lot of times the person who's dealing with that emergency or that situation just need to have somebody on the other end of the phone to talk to them and, and assure them that it's going to be okay. It's going to get taken care of. It's going to be okay. 
you know, talking about Matthew, I send him stuff in, in the evenings all the time. I tell people I need their name, address, and their phone number. I put it on a text. I send it to Matthew. He will call them the next morning and get out there usually the same day. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Especially nowadays, it's pretty phenomenal. Um, Y'all still hiring? Always looking for good people. Always. Well, there you have it. If you're a HVAC guy and, well, if your boss's name's not Jim Michaels or Gavin Foster, uh, here you go, right? Here's your opportunity. Absolutely. You can reach reach HCS Mechanical at 865-567-1193. Or... You can call our office number at 865-777-0555. There you go. There you go, right? Look them up online, hcsmechanicalcontractors.com. Right there, available for you at your fingertips. Come see us at the Parade of Homes. Uh, North Shore Town Center, Mike Stevens, have two today uh, through, the, through the thing and through the whole parade. Yeah. And we got one in Tennessee National. One in Tennessee National, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, we're uh, we're in a few we're in a few parade homes this year, so uh, we always uh, it, it's important to us to be able to support our home builders association. They do so much for our industry and in all related industries that trades that touch anything that has to do with construction. Um, it's very important to to be able to support them. So, um, so I, I, you know, I alluded, I was being silly before the break that we were going to talk about things about big Jim. And, um, one of the things that I come to learn about you is that, uh, you have a, you're, you're a softball family. Oh, I know. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and the name big Jim, when we go, when I go to CBFO, uh, people know big Jim and, uh, you're, your daughter and your daughters, but in fact, your granddaughter was, I had the pleasure to coach. Uh, and then in, in Gavin, your general manager was, was uh, kind enough to help and be a, an assistant coach as well. And, and I'm just going to tell you this, these are the things right about local businesses is th- these are the, the hidden things that people don't know that that we are a part of in our communities. And when we say support local business, it's because you're supporting your kids, softball coach, your kids, baseball coach, your, your Sunday school teacher or whatever it may be. So that's what we talk about when we talk about supporting local business, because we are, well, we're right here ingrained in the community just as you are. So, Big Jim, thank you for joining me this morning. It's always a pleasure to have you around. Thank you. It's uh, a pleasure to be here. If if you missed part of today's show and you'd like to listen again, there's a link on my website. Go to hissecurity.com and click on the ATH radio tab or find listen for look for Around the House with Scott Brokamp where you get your favorite podcast. Have a topic or a guest you'd like to hear on the show? Send us an email at thehouse at hissecurity.com. Around the House is produced by News Talk 98.7 with guest coordination services from B Media Savvy. Don't forget, protect your eyes today as you watch the partial eclipse. Now go out and enjoy some quality time around the house today. And go Vols!